0: So I like the analogy of comparing cupcakes to muffins because muffins are pretty plain and although they taste good, they look plain. You know, there's there's nothing really necessarily wrong with a muffin, but cupcakes like I love cupcakes. And are basically muffins that are decorated and they have frosting and they may have like sprinkles but they just they present a little bit nicer than a boring muffin and so the reason I want to talk about the two of these the the muffin and the cupcake is I think of them as similar to people that your average person that does not believe in them, their self, they're kind of like a, a muffin. They, they don't stand out. Um, the cupcake stands out. And I think it's particularly hard if you're rejected in your job or you're applying for a job and you get rejected, you know, you get down on yourself. And there's this saying that I saw on LinkedIn and it, and that this kind of stayed with me. I, I, I really liked it and I thought it was really cute, but there's something about this saying that I think is true. And it, this is the saying Cupcakes are muffins that believed in miracles. And I think that when you believe in miracles, and particularly when you believe in yourself, good things happen to you. You know, if you have light inside of you and you really truly believe in yourself and forget what other people think and forget trying to find... Um, approval from other people because this is what happens when you seek approval from other people you're always gonna find disapproval and you're gonna find people that find fault in you and that will really bring you down but when you approve yourself and love yourself and you have light within your own self you don't need other people's approval. Then you succeed, you go a lot farther. You become the cupcake. You go a lot farther in life. You, you a lot of people like you, you know, when you like yourself. When you start allowing other people to approve you or to, you know, if you put your sense of self in the hands of other people and you need validation from other people you're kind of opening yourself up to being very vulnerable because people love to criticize they love it and you're really putting yourself in a really bad position don't do that because people Thrive, especially in corporate America, they thrive in bringing other people down. They take pleasure in it. So if you believe in yourself and you have faith and you are the cupcake, they can't bring you down. There's a saying that, you know, if you're walking down the street and someone throws a rock at you, and it hits you in the arm or hits you in the back, it's going to hurt. It's the same with when you need validation from another person. It's going to hurt. But when you're flying in a plane, you get in a plane and you're flying at 30,000 feet in the air, and that same person throws a rock at you, you're not going to feel it. It's the same thing when... You have strength within yourself. You don't need the validation. You don't care if that person is throwing a rock at you or they're slandering you. You don't care. Because you have such strength within yourself. That rock feels like a tiny little flick. Didn't even feel it. You don't even see the person. When you... When you're at 30,000 feet up in the air in in a plane and someone throws a rock at you from the ground, you don't see it, you don't feel it, you don't even know what's happening. And you don't even care. It's almost like you laugh because it's a joke. That's how it is when you really rise up and you become the cupcake and you have your own strength within yourself and you stop allowing other people to validate you as long as you're doing what is best for yourself. I'm not talking about being selfish. I'm not talking about being unethical or lying. I'm talking about doing the right thing in life, but believing in yourself. When you believe in yourself, this is what happens. Miracles happen when you believe in yourself. You know how much work it takes to believe in yourself when rejection is everywhere and it's in your face? Sometimes it's really hard to focus on the next steps when you can't make it past say the first interview or you, you have a friend or a spouse that's constantly criticizing you. Sometimes you can't make it to the next step. And that may, next, that next step may be just getting out of bed in the morning because you just can't face what the other person may say to you and maybe cutting you down. Well, that's because you need that other person to validate you. When you take your power back, you grow, you stand taller. You need to take your power back back and not allow the other person to validate you. You don't need the other, you don't need other people to validate you. When everyone's telling you that you're a muffin, you're this, you're that, you're you're too fat, you're too skinny you're too short, you're too tall, you're too old, you're too young, you're too experienced, you don't have enough experience, you jump around like a jumping bean, trying to please those other people, trying to get validation. Stop doing that. Instead, just stand in your power and be like, I have the right amount of experience, or I know who I am, and you take your power back, and you you tell yourself to stop it. You know I don't need to jump around to please other people. The only person I need to please is myself, and know that you're a cupcake and not a muffin. I love that analogy and I love, I actually love muffins and cupcakes, but I'm trying to use this analogy so that people understand. I think that we've all struggled alone, feeling alone at different points in our our life, whether it's being rejected by, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or being rejected at a job or getting fired or having conflict in our family struggling. We've all been there, right? You know, working for a company that just maybe didn't treat us very well or applying for a company. We really wanted the job and we didn't get it or having an employee scream in our face, you know, or a sibling that screamed in our face. You know, this exists every day, all day. It's everywhere and you know why I started to study psychoanalysis because of this because of what I just described to you you know I worked in the first 12 years of my career I worked for large corporations that were professional You know, you had to have at least a bachelor's degree to even get in the door for an interview. But it was all about being professional, and they were, they were professional, some more than others, big corporations. But there was always that one rotten apple in every company and in every department. And that rotten apple is always the person that stood out for me to me and it's always the person that I struggled with and it's always the person that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. There's one rotten apple in every group and that one rotten apple can bring down an entire group. It can bring down the morale. It can bring down an entire company and You know, when I moved to New York, I then started working in the fashion industry and it got, you know, it was even worse. It was like most of the people were rotten apples and you might find a few good apples in every bunch because the the fashion industry is just so toxic and it's so narcissistic. There's so much pathology in in the fashion industry that most of the people are just so toxic and unprofessional. And so crass and so crude that it was the polar opposite of working in corporate America. You know, the fashion industry, you don't have, a in most companies that I've worked for, you don't have a human resources director or a human resources department um, in several of the smaller um, companies that I've worked for. And so there's just a lot of crazy things that happened, but... I just found that I struggled with how to deal with certain things and and do I need to deal with some of these things? Are they my problem? And and I think that was the question, like is this my problem? Or is it the company's problem? Or is it my boss's problem? And they're just things that that I I took home with me in my mind or I took home with me and it 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 turned into something that manifested in my body, whether it was a headache or back pain, or at one point in my life, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and you can be cured with fibromyalgia. I will say that it's, it's severe stress that is in your body. And this may piss off a lot of people, but it's the truth. I, I've, I've been there. I've had it. I no longer have it. Um, And you can get rid of it. Same with thyroid issues. You know, it's women have this when they reach um, middle age. You know, in your mid to late 40s, a lot of women start having thyroid issues. And it's because of stress. And same with breast cancer. Um, I, I don't have breast cancer. I've never had breast cancer, thank God. But I have had thyroid issues. And so... If, you, if you're not careful and you don't manage your stress and you don't, you know, take care of yourself and believe in yourself, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to get sick. You're going to be unhealthy. And I wish someone would have said this to me when I was in my 20s. And those rotten apples, I, I could have just steered clear of them, but instead... Sometimes I would get into altercations with them, or I would just, you know, these rotten apples were really antagonistic people. So oftentimes they would, you know, get into altercations with me. Um, But the thing that I learned is narcissists love to antagonize other people. They love to push other people's buttons. So when you engage, you're giving them fuel and when you give them fuel, your stress level is is elevated. So, now when I see a narcissist antagonizing me, I'll just say simple, quick words like, whatever, or okay, or no, and I walk away. I don't engage in complete sentences, or I don't engage in even using prepositional phrases. I use simple one-syllable words, yes, no, or whatever, or okay, and I disengage and I walk away. Because when you do that, you're not giving them fuel, and they hate that, and they will go find the... It's, it's, it's crazy making, but they hate that. So they will go find someone that will fight with them. And I learned this because I don't want to fight with people. I don't want to get involved with narcissists because they're very, they are toxic people. Narcissists, if you rank them, narcissists are level one. Sociopaths are level two. Psychopaths are level three. You don't want to engage with these people. The narcissist will antagonize you engage with them they they're they're picking the fight so if you give them simple yes no whatever and you're indifferent and you say this with a very non-emotional okay whatever no like that there's no affect to your language you're not giving them fuel to fight so they will get bored and they'll walk away and they they'll go find someone else that will fight with them because that's what they're looking for they're the rotten apples remember you're the cupcake cupcakes are muffins that believe in miracles so you don't want to engage with the rotten apples you want a beautiful life you want a peaceful life so don't engage with these, these people, the rotten apples. You need to focus on protecting yourself and knowing yourself and telling yourself don't engage with these people. And you'll be so much happier when you do do this and you'll see a difference in yourself. You know, when you stop disengaging with the level one, level two, level three types of people, you're going to be like, "Ah, oh, this is so much like, like a weight has been lifted. <clears throat> Just having my coffee <clears throat> and some water. So it's... It's almost like a power play where you're not playing the game and you focus on what is beneficial to you and how can you get ahead and how can you be happy and what can you get out of life and what, can, what job can you get and what career do you want and what, what life do you want. And you don't always have to share your story with people. You don't always have to share your dream. In fact, I highly recommend it. Because some people will just steal what you have. I don't share everything with people. Because the, my good stuff is for me. The stuff that I love, I don't share it. I don't verbally share it. If I'm meeting with a friend and the friend is like, oh, so what's happening? Be like, oh, you know, same old, same old, because the minute I start sharing, this is what I've learned, you know, when I have like a product launch. As soon as I post it, like, look at this amazing bag that I just designed. I start getting knocked off. People start stealing from me. They start knocking me off. They start stealing my ideas. And then it becomes a lawsuit and I don't you know lawsuits are expensive I don't like lawsuits I don't like sending cease and desist because every time I have to send a cease and desist it costs me close to a thousand dollars so I've learned that if I keep my secrets to myself and I keep the good stuff like I have this beautiful bag that I'm launching and I you know I will advertise it but I don't share it with certain people. I don't share some of the good stuff with very specific people. And by doing that, I can avoid just certain headaches. You know, narcissists are known for being a bottomless pit. So when you're with a narcissist, and we all have narcissistic friends, This is something that you need to learn. Narcissistic friends are takers. They're not givers. They take and take and take and they give nothing back. So you need to start paying attention to who are the people in your circle that are narcissists. Because they take from you, they give nothing back to you. So it's not a reciprocal relationship. They're only in the relationship to take from you. So, you know, it's the narcissist that is there to gain. And so I'm always readjusting my circle of people that are close to me. There's some people that used to be very close to me. Now those people are outside of my circle because they've, you know, they've broken my trust in some way or they're just narcissistic. The narcissistic people in my life, I still talk to them, but they're now in the, the outside of my inner circle. They're not in my very close inner circle because narcissistic people are, they're takers. So, you know, I want healthy people, psychologically healthy people in my inner circle that are that that it, it's a reciprocal relationship. It's give and take. Because when you have a narcissistic person in your inner circle, they'll just take and take and take and take and take and take, and take until you're absolutely depleted. I've learned this. They're the person that will call you up and they'll talk your ear off for three hours. And when you get off the phone, you're like, gosh, why am I so exhausted? It's because they're taking you. They Not only are they talking, but they're also taking your, your energy. People don't really realize this, that narcissists drain you of your energy. That's why you feel so exhausted after you're with them. But... Not only that, there's no boundaries, so they will take anything they can. And that's where, you know, they become a little dangerous. And there's no, you know, their conscience is a little warped. So. You don't want narcissists too close to you. You want to keep them at a distance, and you don't want to share too much information with them. Because they're, they're almost like a little monster. They're going to take what they can. They're, they're like a toddler. They can, they're going to take what they can. They're going to you know talk your ear off with all of their problems, but when it comes to you sharing something that you're struggling with, they're not going to be there for you. And that's something to pay attention to. You'll wake up one day and you'll be like, gosh, you know, I sat and listened to this person for three hours during lunch. And then when it came time for me to share something about something that I was struggling with, they had to leave. That's something to to pay attention to. That's what they do. Or they always have to be in the limelight. It's cause they, they want it all, but they don't share. They're like the toddler that just that doesn't share. And so if you are more of a codependent where you're the giver, you really have to pay attention because the narcissist will rope you in and you'll find yourself giving and giving and giving and giving and they're taking and taking and taking and they give nothing back and that's where you can lose your sense of self when you're with this type of person that's why i'm saying be the cupcake Take care of yourself, love yourself, put yourself first. And you got to keep the rotten apples at a distance. Seriously, because they're dangerous. When you start really taking care of yourself and really start putting yourself first and really focusing on taking care of yourself, you're going to see things shift a little bit more positive things are going to happen in your life. You're not going to feel so stuck.